Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Avraham Shor. Meseches Chagiga has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Dovi Merenstein as a zchus for their children. Chagiga daf chav beiz. We're in the middle of the sugya that discusses the din that was mentioned in the Mishnah that l'koidesh, you're not allowed to be matbil kli b'seich kli. L'truma, a kli b'seich kli is okay, but l'koidesh not. There are two shitas, how to understand why they told us not to be toiva kli b'seich kli, l'koidesh. Rav Ila's understanding was that it's a chatzitza issue because the koivid, the weight of the inner kli, might weigh down on the outer kli and thus create a chatzitza so the tefillah won't be good. According to Rava, the reason why not to be toivel kli b'seich kli is because of a Perhaps you will be toivel kalim inside a kli that does not have the piv kishveferes hanoid. Let's say you have small kalim like machdin v'tzinoiris that could fit into such a kli. If the opening is not kishveferes hanoid, then the tvila is no good because the water that's inside the outer kli is considered separate from the mea mikveh. The Gemara asks, My Ika bein Rava l'Rav Ila. What would be an afgamina l'halacha between Rava's pshat and Rav Ila? The Gemara answers that Ika bein Ayu salve gargusni shemilan kelim vid bilan. If you take a basket, or a gargusni is a larger basket that's usually used to strain wine, if you put kelim into such a kli, then according to Rav Ila, there's still a problem because there still could be a chitzitza. Mashenkin, according to Rava, there's no gzeira. Of Shema Yatul Machtavitzinuris Bekli Sheim Bepiv Kishveferes Hanoid. Why is there no Gzeira, according to Rava, by a Salvagar Gusni, that you may be Toivel Kalim in a Kli Sheim Bepiv Kishveferes Hanoid? So the Lashon of the Gemara is, Lamandi Yamar Mishim Gzeira Shema Yatul Machtavitzinuris Bekli Sheim Bepiv Kishveferes Hanoid, Salvagar Gusni Sheim Bepiv Kishveferes Hanoid, Leka. There is no such thing as a Salvagar Gusni that doesn't have in its opening Kishveferes Hanoid. So the Pashat Pshat in the Gemara, and this is the way the Rabbeinu Hanana learns, as well as the Me'iri back in the Mishnah, that since it's simply not benimtza, you, generally speaking, will never find a Salva Gargusni that has a smaller opening than a Shvefer Sanoid, there's no Makam to make Egzeira. However, in the Rash, in Mikvois, Perikvav Mishnehei, he explains differently. He says that since a Salva Gargusni have holes throughout the Kli, that's how they're constructed, no matter what, the water that's inside them is considered like it's connected to the Me'a Mikvah. Meaning, even if you could have an opening on top that's smaller than Shefer Sanoid, it makes no difference, because water is constantly going back and forth between the Mikvah and the inside of the Kli. Because, he says, such Kalim don't hold water. Since they're not capable of holding water, we cannot look at the water that's inside them as if it's in a separate place, because the Kli is not something that could be defined as its own separate place, Le'inyan water. Why then is it Mavur in the Gemara that if you create a Mechitza inside a Mikveh and split it in half using these materials, then it's considered a Mechitza and you cannot be toivel in either side of the Mikveh if the splitting of it makes it that neither side has Arboim Sa? The reason is because a Mechitza needs a lot less than a Kli. In order to not be able to be toivel inside a Kli, you need, like we said, the water to be considered like it's in a new place. The Kli is only considered a new place if it's a Kli that can hold water. Masha'en came to split a mikvah, all you need is a mechitza. Because a mechitza says that it's considered like two separate mikvahs. And by mechitza, it doesn't bother us that water can travel through the mechitza because the point of the mechitza is for us to be able to see a partition. And a partition is considered a partition even if there are spaces. Masha'en came when you do not partition off the mikvah itself. Rather, you insert a kli into the mikvah and you put a kli into that kli. 
if that kli is not considered its own separate place, because the water cannot stay in the kli, then it does not present a problem. So we basically have two explanations as to why by a salva gargusni, Rava's gzeira does not exist. According to the Ben Hananel and Meiri, the reason is because it's so not shchiach, it's so uncommon for a salva gargusni to have such a small opening, less than a shefer sanoid, that there's no makam to make gzeira. Because the whole reason why we make the gzeira is because we're afraid you're going to be toivel in a kli she'em v'pilk shefer sanoid. Masha'enkin, the Rash understands that the reason why Salva Gargusni were not geyser is not because the opening is large enough. Even if the opening was less than Shver it still would not be a problem, and that's because of the holes that it has in its walls. Now, Rashi is actually ambiguous. Rashi's Lashin is, By Salva Gargusni, you don't have to be choshish for this. The Siach Yitzchuk understands that he means like the Rash. The simple reading of the words of Rashi would sound like, You don't have to be worried about the opening being less than Shver Sanoid, since it's very Natshchiach, and that's like the Rach. Now, Toysvis over here asks Akasha in Dibra Maskal, Ma'ika bin Ravalar of Elah. Toysvis says there's another Nafkamina that the Dugmar doesn't mention between Rava and Rav Elah. And that is the din of the outer Kli. According to Rav Elah, that the whole issue is an issue of Chatzitza, suppose the outer Kli is Tame, so just like there's a Chatzitza Legabi the inner Kli, there's also a Chatzitza Legabi the outer Kli, then both Kalim would not become Tahar. Masha'inkain, according to Rava, the Gemara says Beferish that the problem of Klibisachli only exists if the outer Kli is Tahar. Because if the outer Kli is Tameh, then Migu, that it helps Legabi the outer Kli, it also helps Legabi the inner Kli. So therefore, there's a clear nafkamina between the two Hezbeirim. And that is the case that the outer Kli is Tameh. According to Rava, the Tvila works for both of them. And according to Rav Ila, the Tvila is no good Legabi both of them. So Toysus answers, B'Shem the Rabbeinu Al-Khanan, that Enechanami. That is true, that in a case where the outer Kli is Tameh, the Tvil does not help the Ravila. But the Mishnah itself, he says, is only talking about a case where the outer Kli is Tahar. He says the Lashon of the Mishnah is, Matbilin Kli B'Soich Kli. Which sounds like the only Kli that Zokuk, that needs Tvila, is the inner Kli. Matbilin Kli, you can be Tevila Kli, that is inside another Kli. Because otherwise it should have said a Lashon of Matbilin Kalim Zeh B'Soich Zeh. Since the outer Kli is Tahar, there's no Makkam to start talking about it as it affects the outer Kli. Why the Mishnah chose not to talk about a case where both Kalim are Tameh, Toysis doesn't say. It could be that that's a more common case. And a person is looking to be Toysis, small Kalim, he puts them all into a large Kli, which is Tahar, in order to get them into the Mikvah more easily. But if a person has a larger Kli that's Tameh, he's not going to look to put in it other Kalim before he's Toysis it. A call upon him, that is Toysis' terence. Toysis then adds that from Rashi in the Mishnah, in Dibar Maskol, Chem B'Kurish Mitruma, it's Mavur, that Rashi explains the Mishnah to be talking about where both Kalim are Tameh, the inner and the outer Kli. And Toysis is very bothered. Toysis says, Meaning that, like we just said, according to Rava, Kozman, the outer Kli is Tameh, you don't even need the shear of an opening because we say the Migu. Al-Karchach, Toysis assumes that what Rashi says in the Mishnah, that both of them are Tameh, is going according to Rav Ila's Hezber. Because according to Rav, it's okay to be Teva Kli Kli. In which case, says Toysis, we can add an Afkamina that the Gemara doesn't say between Rav and Rav Ila. And that is the case where the outer Kli is Tameh. According to Rav, the Tvila helps, and according to Rav Ila, it does not. 
And Tysus ends off by saying that Enechanami, the Gemara, could have said that Nafkamina, Lugabe, the outer Kli, but Koyach de Teira Adifle, the Gemara wanted to say a Nafkamina, which would be Negea, the inner Kli as well. The Rashash says, I don't understand what Tysus' Teretz is, because the Nafkamina that we just said is a Nafkamina, Lugabe, the inner Kli as well, because if the outer Kli is Tameh, Lafi Rava, both of them are going to be Tahar, because since the Tefillah works for the outer Kli, it works for the inner Kli, and according to Rav Elah, both Kalim are going to remain Tameh. So he says it's unclear what exactly Tysus means. Now the Marsha explains Shitas Rashi differently than Tysus' understanding. In Mimela, he explains that Rashi is not bothered by Tysus' question. The Hainu, that we saw that Rashi in the Mishnah explains that both Kalim are Tameim. So we cannot explain the Mishnah like Tysus wanted to, that the Mishnah is only talking about a case where the inner Kli is Tameim. And that's why we can't say the Nafkamina between Rava and Rav Ila, that it all has to do with the outer Kli. Because, says Tysus, we're not talking about such a case. We're talking about a case where the outer Kli is Tahar. According to Rashi, we cannot say that. The outer Kli, according to Rashi, is Tame as well. So Tysus had asked, well, if the outer Kli is Tame, then according to Rava, both Kalim are going to be Tahar. And according to Rav Ila, both Kalim are going to be Tame. So that's a perfect Nafkamina. Why didn't the Gemara say that Nafkamina at Rashi? Says the Marsha that Rashi learns the Gemara that says that when the outer Kli is Tame, that the Tevila helps even if there's less than a Shufer Sanoid space in the opening, that was not going on the Mishnah. It's not as if that if a person would put a Kli Besoich Kli and the outer Kli is Tame, then Le'inyan Kodesh, it would all of a sudden work. The Mishnah says the Marsha Lafi Rashi is true that Le'inyan Kodesh, it does not help to be Tevila Kli Besoich Kli Le'Kodesh even if the outer Kli is Tame. As Rashi says, Pshneim Tameim. And he says there's a very good reason for that. Because just like if a person takes a Kli Besoich Kli that has an opening of Shefer Sanoid in the outer Kli, Me'ikradin, the Tevila is good. And it's just that Lufi Rav, we make a Gzeira that maybe somebody will see this happen and then go and be Tevil in a Kli that doesn't have an opening for Shefer Sanoid. Who are we talking about? In Amaretz. In Amaretz sees the person be toivel in a kli that has an opening, but he doesn't differentiate between openings that are as big as Shvesa Noid or openings that are small as Shvesa Noid, and therefore we have to make Xeira because he's not going to be Mavchen. He's not going to distinguish between the two. Says the Marsha, then who adin if the outer kli is tummy? It may be true the maker adin, it helps because the outer kli being tummy makes it that the tefillah works for the outer kli and mega that it helps for the outer kli, it helps for the inner kli. But Namaharat who's watching this happen is not going to be aware that the outer kli is tummy and he's going to say you're always allowed to be toivel kli besaych kli. So the same gzeira that exists in the Mishnah would exist when the outer kli is tummy. So what does the Gemara mean, says the Marsha, when it says that the whole din that we're discussing is only true? when the Kli is tar, but if it's a Kli tummy, then we say Migu. That's going on the din that when it's less than a Shefer Sanoid, we said that Me'ikra din it doesn't work. Without Xeira, it's not a good Tefillah because the water that's inside is not connected to the Me'a Mikvah. And not only Le'inyan Kodesh, even Le'gabe Truma, it's not going to help. And that says the Gemara, that if the outer Kli is tummy, then it's okay, even if the opening is less than a Shefer Sanoid. Because Migu, that the Tevila helps for the outer Kli, it helps the Gabi, the inner Kli as well. And the logic behind what the Marsha is saying is very simple. When you have a Kli, the outer Kli has an opening that's smaller than a Shefer Sanoid. Let's discuss for a moment, not the status of the inner Kli. Let's imagine you don't even have a Kli inside. We can ask, how is it that the Tevila of this Kli itself is kosher? 
After all, the water that goes inside the Kli, which is part of your Maisa Tevila, is considered disconnected from the waters of the Mikvah, because the opening is smaller than a Shvefer Sanoit. The Teretz is that you have to say that in such a Kli, since that is its construct, the way that it's made is with an opening that's less than Shvefer Sanoit, there's no other way to be Tevilet other than by considering the water that's on the inside, that is connected to the water on the outside. So it's Mitzvah we're forced into seeing the waters as being ten- connected. Because although in order to have ear of mikvois, you have to have an opening the size of Shefer Sanoid, it's not as if we're going to allow Kalim that have small openings to have absolutely no option of Tvila. So Al-Karchach, the very fact that you could be told this Kli, says that in this particular instance, the waters that are inside are considered that they're connected. Umemela, even Legabe, the Kli that's inside this Kli, we're going to allow the waters to be considered connected because Migu, that it helps Legabe, the outer Kli, it helps Legabe, the inner Kli, to see those waters as if they're connected to the Me'am Mikvah. So that's all the Gemara means when it says Hani Mili Bikli Tar. It's talking about the Etzem Din. But after the Gzeira, that Legabe Kaidish, you can't be Toivel a Kli Besach Kli, says the Marshal Lefi Rashi, it makes absolutely no difference if the outer Kli is Tameh or the outer Kli is Tahar. You cannot be Toivel a Kli Besach Kli Lekaidish. And the Marshal points out that the Raya that the Gemara brings to this distinction, which is a Mishnah Mikvois, Perikvav Mishnah Beis, Kalim, Shemilon, Kalim, Ve'etbilon, Harelu, Tahirin, which the Gemara then goes and proves from the end of the Mishnah that we're talking in the Reisha about the outer Kli being Tameh. This statement, Harelu, Tahirin, is only true Legabe Truma, but not Legabe Kodesh. And that's actually Rashi's Lushen. Harelu, Tahirin, Letruma. Mamela, our Mishnah, which is talking Legabe Kodesh, is true even if the outer Kli is Tameh. Toysis is obviously learning not this way. Toysis is understanding that just like Le'enyan, the actual Din of Shveferis Hanoid, the fact that the outer Kli is tummy overcomes the problem because we say migu. So too, legabi the gzera of kli besoich kli when the outer kli is tummy, it works, and therefore even lekaidish it would be a good tevila. The Rambam in Hilchus Sharavitz Tuma Perik Yud Beis Halacha Aleph seems to go with the sheet of Taisvis because the Rambam there says Yesh La Adam Lahat Bekelim Besoich Kelim Letruma Avolei Lekaidish. So he's going on the din of the Mishnah and he says because of Gzeira Shemayia Piakli Tsar Vloyia Bekishveres Anoid and then he continues and says Bamedvar Mamurim Kishoya Kli Agadol Sheyesh Besoich Kelim with the outer Kli was Tahar. If the outer Kli was Tameh, So you see that he holds that the din of the Gemara, that says that when the outer Kli is Tameh, the Tevila is good, is even L'Kodesh, and means to overcome the Gzeira of the Mishnah. It's not said specifically L'Gabe Truma, like Rashi learns, and it's there to overcome the lack of a whole Kishver Sanoid. Even if the whole is Kishver Sanoid, in which case, it's a good Tevila, and it's just that we have Gzeira L'Gabe even there, it helps. It helps even Legabe Kodesh, and that's because the Migu even overcomes the Gzeira. Another nafkamina between Rava and Rav Ilo that's not mentioned in the Gemara, which is a question asked by the Turi Evan, is what happens if your toivol, things like machtin, very light objects, inside a kli that has an opening, shufer sanoid. According to Rava, we make Xera because we're worried that maybe you'll end up being Toivel in a Kli that doesn't have an opening, Kishveferis Hanoid. But according to Rav Ila, we should not make Xera because, after all, the whole problem, according to Rav Ila, is because of the weight of the Kli. And just like the Gemara says, the that Rava is not Geyser, since these things always have an opening, Kishveferis Hanoid, according to those Shittas, like the Rabbein Hananel, that learn that that's the reason why we're not Geyser by 
because it's never something that we have to be worried about. It doesn't ever have an opening. So too, if you have the type of kli that never has enough weight to present a problem of chatzitza, like a machat, so we shouldn't be geyser according to Rav Ila. And because of this, the Turi Evan builds a whole theory in our sugya that Rav Ila actually agrees to Rav. He holds both things are true. There's a gzeira that you'll come to be toivel in a kli that has an opening smaller than a shifres anoid, and he also has a problem bishum chatzitza. And the nafkamina is legabe salvagar gusni. Because once you have his added gzeira, then the tevila is not going to help. However, the Sfasemus argues on this, and he says that even if you have light kalim, chazal made aloy plug, and the notion that Rav Ila agrees to Rava seems to be geneged the Gemara, because the Gemara says that according to Rav Ila, the Mishnah only has 10 milas, as opposed to Lafi Rava, that the Mishnah has 11 milas. And if Rav Ila agrees to Rava, then Rav Ila should agree that there are 11 milas. The Mefarshim ask Astira in the Rambam. The Rambam in Hirzav Zatuma, Perak Yudbez, Alacha Aleph, Paskins like Rava, like we mentioned earlier. He says, Beferish, the reason why you're not allowed to be Toivel, Klibesir, Klibesir, because of the Gzeira, Shema, However, the Rambam fails to mention that if this Kli was a Sal or Gargusni, then it would be okay. And that's before in the Gemara that Lefi Rava, Sal Gargusni, you're allowed to be told. That's an Afghan between Rava and Ravila. Furthermore, in Per Gimel Hilchus Mikvois, Halacha Chavav, the Rambam Paskins, the din that we see in our Gemara, that a Kli Tame, Shenasan Lesoichai Kelam Acherim, if the outer Kli was a Kli Tame, then the Tvila works. Because However, says the Rambam, if the outer kli is tahar the tefillah does not help. Unless he says that the opening was kishifer sanoid. He says, but that's only legabe truma. Legabe koidish, ein matbilin kalim lesoich kalim tahoirim klal. And the Rambam adds, vafilu hoyu besal oy bekupa kemoy shebiyarno lamalu bimkoymoy. Now this is very strange because a sal is something that has holes. A sal and gargusni, we said, according to Rava, works. This kasha is asked by the Sikh Yitzchak. The Svasemis and the Rishash actually asked the stira in the Rambam itself. The Sikh Yitzchak adds this kasha from the Rambam so the Sikh Yitzchak answers the Kasha as follows. He says that although the Gemara says that Lefi Rava by a Salvagar Gusni were not Geyser, that's only at this stage in the Gemara. Later on, the Gemara wonders why is it that Legabe Kaidish we make the Gzeira and Legabe Truma we don't. And the Gemara explains that the Truma is only a Gech Haverim, Haverim made the Yadi, they know the Din. Legabe Kaidish, the Gemara says that we should say the same thing. And the Gemara answers that an Amaritz is going to see how he's being toivel and he's going to learn from it. And he won't distinguish between different types of kalim. The Gemara continues with that Shakavataria going back and forth between Truma and Kachim. I'll call upon him according to the maskana of the Gemara. The real reason for the Xerah is because an Amaritz is going to see how you're being toivel and he's going to learn from it. Says the Sikh Yitzchak, even if you're being toivel with a Salva Gargusni, the Amaritz is going to learn the wrong thing from it. He adds the fact that the Ramam is of the opinion that there really are Salin and Gargusnim that have an opening that is smaller than Shufer Sanoid, unlike the way the Rach learns. And the only reason why the Tevila is okay is because of the Pshat that we brought down from the Rash, that because it has holes, it's considered Mechubar to the water that's outside. And since the way the Kli is constructed is similar to other Kalim, so there's enough of a Makim for an Amaretz to make a mistake when he sees you being Tevil inside this Kli. The Gemara asks a kasha, Ihachi Truma Nami, which means that just like by Kodesh, we don't allow you to be toivel a kli so also by Truma, we shouldn't allow you to be toivel a kli 
Although the placement of this question makes it sound like the Kasha is only on Rava, Rashi seems to learn that the Kasha is even on Rav Ilo. Because on the Gemara's Teretz, the Gemara says, Lamanka Amrinan Chaveirim. Who are we addressing when we give this halacha that you're not supposed to be toivo kli kli to chaverim because an amart is not going to come and ask us? Hilkach says Rashi letruma lekelo mechash. There's nothing to be chayish for legabit truma. The hameda yidia because chaverim know sheer irav mikvois, meaning the chaverim know that the opening has to be the size of shefer sanoid. Legabi the weight of the kli. If it's heavy, he's going to pick it up. So you see from Rashi that we're discussing even Rav Ilah's chashash. However, the Rabbeinu Hanano understands, like the Pashtas of the Sugya, that the Gemara's question is going only on Rav. Now the Seich Yitzchak explains that the reason why the Gemara has a harder time understanding why are we not in the geyser legabe truma, lefi Rav's hezber, as opposed to Rav Ilah, is very simple. Rav Ilah's hezber is a chashash that something may happen. It doesn't always happen this way, especially since the Gemara before said that very often the water picks things up. So when you're dealing with the chashash, then we find very often, like the whole Mishnah, the chashashes that we have, legabe kodesh, because we take extra care when it comes to kodesh, we don't have legabe truma. However, Rava's Hezbert is not together a chashash that we're worried that a specific thing is going to happen and make it that the tefillah is no good. Rather, we're worried that if we allow people to be tefillah, it's going to lead to a kilkel because people will learn from it the wrong thing. Now, if somebody were to, by truma, be toivo a kli inside another kli that doesn't have an opening, it wouldn't be metayarit either. So in as much as it's possible for people to learn from what you're doing, something incorrect, it makes sense to be geyser just as much by truma as we do by kodesh. The Gemara's maskana is that the reason why we're mechalic between kodesh and truma is because since we say that an Amaret is going to see what the person does when he's toivel kli b'seich kli, and he's going to learn from that that you're allowed to be toivel b'seich a kli that doesn't have an opening that's k'shifer sanoid. And by Kodesh, we're not capable of turning down the Kodesh that the Amaretz gives us because of Eva. He's going to have animosity towards the Chachamim. By Truma, on the other hand, there's no problem of Eva because the Amaretz is capable of giving it to a Kain Amaretz, his friend. The Gemara says, who is the Tana that was Mechadesh to us, that there's a concept called Eva? It's Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi is the one who says, If we bring ourselves to a situation in which you are not mekabel from an Amoritz, the Yain and Shemen of Kodesh, then everybody is going to go and make a Bama for himself because they're going to feel rejected by the Chachamim. Furthermore, the Gemara says, Everybody's going to go and be served his own Paraduma, and this is a situation that we cannot have. The Gemara finally says, Amra Papa Keman Mikablinon Haidna Sahadusa Meam Haaretz, who is the Shita upon which we base our being Mikabel Eidus from an Amaretz, Keman Kerbyoisi. This is going like Kerbyoisi. Now, Rashi understands what the Gemara means is that there's a machloikis. When we say Keman Kerbyoisi, says Rashi, Di'ilul Rabbanan Loi Mikablinon, because according to the Rabbanan, they argue in Kerbyoisi. How do we know that, says Rashi? Because there's a sugi in Psachim and Perik Elo Oivim, Dafem Tesma Beis, where the Rabbanan say they were not Mechabal Eidos of an Amaretz. So that's how he learns what the Gemara is trying to say. The Gemara, when it says Keman Mechablinon, it means Kerb Yoisi because he says the Rabbanan argue. However, the Rif, in the end of 
Perik Elu Ivan over there actually asks a stira between the Gemara over there and our Gemara. Our Gemara says that we are Mechabal Edus from an Amaretz, and the Gemara over there says that we're not. And the Rif actually is Mechalik between the two Sugis. He says that the Amaretz and the Sugi over there is different than the, the Amaretz that we're discussing. The Amaretz over there is Choshud, he doesn't have Derech Eretz, Ve'enei B'mitzvis. But the Amaretz in our Sugya is on a higher level, he's a person who has Derech Eretz, Ve'yeshnei B'mitzvis. So you see that the Rif is understanding that there is no Machlaikis between Rabbi Yosei and Rabbanan. And that's not the Hezbra and the Sugi over there. According to Rashi, there is a Machlaikis. Toysvis over here in Dibra Masal Kaman is also a word that is Machlaikis. Because Toysvis says, Harav Rabbeinu Ochanan Oymer, the Kaimalan Karab Yosei, Vichayshinan Le'eva. That sounds like there's Machlaikis, and we have to be Machria in Psak, who to Paskin like. According to the Rif, there's no Makam to be Machria and Paskin, because really, he believes that everybody agrees to Rabbi Yosei and has to explain the Sugi over there. It's talking about a different type of Amaritz. And obviously, when it says in our Gemara, Kiman Mikablin on the Idna Sadusa Me'amaretz, it's based on the memory of Rabbi Yaisi, but not to say that there's a Machloikis. If you take a look at the Ran over there in Psachim, when explaining Shitas Rashi, who says that there is a Machloikis between Rabbi Yaisi and the Rabbanan, he actually limits the Machloikis between the Rabbanan and Rabbi Yaisi to be a Machloikis about whether we're Mechabal the Edus Lechatchila or only B'dayevet. According to Rabbi Yaisi, your Mechabal is Edus even L'Chatchila, and according to the Rabbanan, L'Chatchila, you're not allowed to be Mechabal is Edus, but B'dayevet we do, and we're Soymech L'Chatchila on Rabbi Yaisi. Furthermore, he points out that even Rashi agrees that our Sugya, as well as the Sugya in Psachim, only allow being Mechabal Edus from an Amaretz, who's lacking in his Torah, but he has mitzvahs and derecheretz. If he's on a lower level than that, even Rashi agrees that we're not makabal edus from him. Now there's a very interesting Rambam in Perkid Aleph of Hilchus Metami Mishkovu Moishev. He says that the reason why everybody is Nemonin, Altaris Yayim Veshemen, he says because it's in Yonim Chamurim Umakpid Me'alim. Even Ameyaretz are Makpid on these things. And that needs beer because our Gemara says that the reason why we're Maimin in Amaretz in these things is because How could the Ramam say it's because they're so Chamer that the Amaretz himself is Makbed Aleyim? Now take a look also at the Pirates of Mishnayis La Rambam in the beginning of Parakei of Meseches Parah who says that the reason why an Amoritz is Neman Al-Taras Ha-Para is blurred out from a Pasuk. The Pasuk says, V'hoysa la'adas b'nei Yisrael mishmeres. This is by the Paradum and Parashas Chukas. And he says, Kol Yisrael ru'uyin l'shamra. V'afilu hevi Amoritz klimi beisai. V'amr shizet tar l'chatos yiyin Neman. So it's exeris a Kasev that he's Neman. And that's also going Kenegin our Gemara, which says that the reason why we believe him is in order that Kol Echa V'echa shouldn't go and be Sorif Para La'atzmoy. It's the Chashash Eva. So the Chazanish actually asked this question in Para Simon Yud, Sifkat and Hay, and he says that the Ramam is only adding a sniff to the time of the Gemara, but the Ikra Tam is actually, the Gemara says that we have to make Shalom be Yisrael, and we don't want to increase Eva. The Yalfusa that the Ramam brings, he says, is only an Asmachta. However, if you take a look at the Teisefta over here in Paragimel Halachaches, which is actually mentioned in passing by Toisvis, Dibar Masro Shaloi, you'll see that there seems to be machlaikas about this. The Teisefta says, Amrab Nechemya, Mipne Maha Kol Nemonim Ala Kodesh, Veloy Ala Truma, Shaloi Yehei Kol Echo Veechad Omer, Hareni Boynim is Bech Laatzmi, Hareni Sorev Per Laatzmi. So Reb Nechemya definitely says, like the time that it says in our Gemara, after that it says, Reb Yehuda Omer, Harei Waimer Vehoisel Adas Bnei Yisrael Mishmeres Lamein. So you see that Rabbi Yehuda in the Tesefta is going like the time of the Rambam. 
Now, it could be that the reason why the Ramam chose to paskin like Rabbi Yehuda and not like Rabbi Nechemya is because he sees from the Sugyam Psachim that we mentioned earlier that the Gemara over there says, we're not Mechabal Edus from Namar Aretz, which means that we don't agree to the Tam of Eva. So it's Rabbi Nechemya and Rabbi Yoisi who paskin based on this Tam of Eva, but the Rabbanan argue and Rabbi Yehuda is on the side of the Rabbanan. And indeed, in Hilchus Edus, Perak Yud Aleph, Halacha Beis, the Ramam says, L'fikach ein moisir in Edus lama aretz ve'ein mekabla mimenu Edus. Elam ke'en huchzik shuwaik oisik v'mitzis u'gmilz chasada v'noi v'darchi yisharim v'yesh b'derach heretz v'chulei. Meaning that the Ramam holds, like Rashi that we mentioned earlier, who holds that there's a machleikis between the two sugyas, and he paskins like the sugyim psachim. If you paskin like the sugyim psachim, that means you don't hold it of the time of Eva, and if you don't hold the time of Eva, that means you have to come up with a new reason why he should be Neman on these things. And that would also answer the Turi Evans Kasha. He asks over here in our Sugya that if the Rabbanan argue on the time of Eva, how could they argue on the Mishnah later? An Ahmed Beis that says that the Yehuda Nemanim al Taris Yayim Vishem in Kalashana. The answer is, like the Rambam says, that there are other reasons why to be Neman on these things. They're very Chamer to them. And since the Rama Paskins is not like Rabbi Yaisi, so he Paskins like the Rabbanan, and he comes with the new reason, Bain Legabe, the din of Yayin Vishemen, and Bain Legabe, the din of Paraduma. The Gemara brings down the Machlekes between Beishame and Beishilo concerning a Klicheres that is placed inside an Aruba, a window that's in between the room where the mace is and another room, where Beishilo hold that Klicheres Matzel ala koil, that the Chatzitza created using a Klicheres is matzil everything. The oichlon mashkim that's in the second house and the kalim that are there. Beishamay argue, they say, ella al oichlon vel mashkim vel klicheres. Anything that does not have tyra b'mikveh, the klicheres is matzil. And oichlon mashkim, you can't be metayra in the mikveh, neither can you be metayra a klicheres. But anything that has tyra b'mikveh, the klicheres is not matzil. The Gemara eventually explains the tam of Beishamay. The Gemara says that a klitame is not choitzitz. The Gemara says, Kli shal am ha'aretz, Tomei etar. The Gemara answers, Tomei. So if the Kli of an am is Tomei, it can't be choitzitz. Ve'im ata emerloi, Tomei. If you tell the am that it's Tomei, Klumash mashgiach alecha, is he going to listen to you? He considers himself tar. V'loi oid el shim ata emerloi, Tomei. You tell him that he's Tomei, emerlecha shali tar v'shalcha Tomei. And therefore, they had no choice but to say that Eichlon Omashkin and Klicheres, which doesn't have a tara and a mikvah, could be saved from the Tomei using the Kli of an Amaretz, because if the Chacham say that the Kli of an Amaretz is Tomei, they're not going to listen to us, since they have no option of even putting it into the Mikvah. But a Kalim that they could put into the Mikvah, they will listen to us. Now the Mikdash David, in Simon Lamed Vav, proves from this sugya a very important Yisoyed. He says that in the Geder of the Halacha, that the Kli of an Amaretz is Tomei, Bistam, you see from this sugya that that is a subjective din, it's not an objective thing. Meaning that as far as we, the Chaveirim, are concerned, it's Tomei. But as far as the Amaretz himself is concerned, it's Tahar. And if he actually comes in front of us and asks us, is it Tomei or Tahar? We'll tell him it's Tahar. And the reason for this, he says, is because the fact that we're with Tomei is Kli is not because we have an actual legitimate suffix, is this Tomei. Rather, we say that his Shmira is not a good enough Shmira for somebody who holds himself to a higher standard. For example, he brings a din in our Mishnah. The Mishnah says that Klikoidish are medris lechatas. Since chatas is held on a higher standard than Klikoidish, so any Klikoidish, even though you were Shimerit, but Ligabe chatas, it's considered Tomei. Now, as far as Kodesh is concerned, it is 100% Tahar. You could use it for Kodeshim. 
Nevertheless, le'inyan chatas, le'inyan paraduma, it's tummy. What is the reason for that? Because the shmira lekoidesh, it doesn't help us for chatas. Chatas we require a greater level of shmira. So too, legabi and amaaretz, we say that as far as we're concerned, his shmira is not good enough. Because if this is not the way you explain, rather we have an actual legitimate chashash that perhaps it's tummy, then how is it that we can be retired just because he's not going to listen to us? Lemais it's tummy. So what does it help? You tell me that. That it's Tommy is going to say yours is Tommy. The Teretz says, says the Mikdash David, it's not Tommy. We don't even have a legitimate suffix. We just say that the Shmir that he makes is not a good enough for us. As far as he's concerned, it's fine. And that's why it's possible to say that in the event that we know that he's not going to listen to us, we don't institute that he's Tommy. If it was a real legitimate suffix, we wouldn't be able to do that. If it's a special Milo, then we're able to make that distinction. And he brings various rias to this Yisoyed. One of the places that the Mekdash David uses in our sugya to prove this point is as follows. The Gemara says later that Amaret Shabola Hazais, he wants to be Matar himself from Tmei We need him to be Maza in front of us on the third day and on the seventh day. The Turi Evan asks Akasha. He says, why isn't he Nemon to say right away today that this is the third day from the day that he became Tommy? Why do we have to see him be Oiseb Afanenu Shlishi Ushvi? Chover who comes in front of us, we're Mazen Allah Miyad. we have to see the three days pass. If he comes in front of us, we have to tell him, wait another three days. Ask the Turi Evan, why isn't he Nemon with the Migu? If he wanted to, he could say, I was never Nitma Bechlal. So since he could have said, I wasn't Nitma, we should believe him when he says, this is the third day from the day that he became Tommy. Answers to Turiyevin that obviously we're talking about in a case where he was nipped in front of Adim. So he can't be Makhish the Adim. The Adim know that it became Tame. The Adim happened not to know exactly which day it was. And the Mikdish David in Simon Mem Aleph, Sivkat and Bez, asks on the Turiyevin from the Rash in Perigzain of Taris. Over there, the Rash brings the Tesefta that says that Amaret Shabola Hazes ain't Mazen Olav al Kalev Elalacha Gimel Yomim. And the Rash says that since Dama Aretz is not Nizhar, he's not careful, Mimela, it's always considered that he became Tameh in the day that he came in front of us. That's why we have to wait another three days. Says the Mikdash David, you see from here, that it's not because Dama Aretz is Nechshad that he's lying. And he's going to say that I was Nitma yesterday or two days ago, even though he was only Nitma today. Rather, we know that he thinks that he was Nitma three days ago. But the reason why we have to treat him like he was Nitma today is because he's not Nizhar enough in becoming Tummy again. And he's not aware that today he's actually Tummy. Mela says in Mikdash David, we understand why he wouldn't be Nebim with Amigu. Amigu helps when we're Choshet, a person's lying. Then we say that since he has the option of telling us that he was never a Nitma, so he has, he's Nemon to say that it was three days ago. But if our Shash is not that we think he's lying, rather that we just believe that he's mistaken, he doesn't understand that he's become Tomic today, then Amigu is not going to help you. That's how the Mikdash David responds to the Turi Evans question. And this is one of the places that the Mikdash David builds his Yisoyed, that the actual Tumah of an Amoritz is based on his lack of Shmira. Because after all, we have no information, we have no idea that he became Tomic. We just say that he's not Nizar enough. His Shmira is not considered enough of a Shmira for our standards. Based on this, the Mikdash David says a beautiful Hezber in another point that we find in our Sugya. We learn in our Sugya that in Amoritz, although he's not Nemon to say that Paris that were already Hukshiru, 
did not become tummy. Nevertheless, he's nema to say on Paris that they were not hukshiru. Now, if we have a problem with his nemonis, then why is he more nema to say on Paris that they were loy hukshiru than edus on something that didn't become tummy? The answer is, says the Mikdash David, that there's no concept of shmira on Paris to make sure that they didn't become hukshiru. When Paris were already hukshiru, we don't trust his shmira that it didn't become tummy. Because a chavr makes sure once something is hukshir, that it shouldn't become tummy. There's a shmira involved. We don't trust his shmira. He's in Amaretz. But nobody has shmira to make sure that something doesn't become hukshir. So then it's just an Amonis question. And Amonis he has. So basically, we mentioned three rayas to the Yisoyed of the Mikdash David, that the din of an Amaretz's Tumah is a lack of shmira, a trusting his shmira, but not because we actually believe Biyadiyah that he's tummy. The first was the fact that we see in our Gemara that just because he's not going to listen to us, we therefore say that the Kalim are tahar. If we had some sort of idea that it's tummy, then we wouldn't be able to do that. But if it's a question of how much Shmira we require, so we say that because he's not going to listen to us, so we forego the need for that level of Shmira. That was Raya number one. Raya number two was the Turi Evans Kasha, that why isn't the Amaretz Neman with the Migu, that he could have said, I was never Nitma, and therefore he should be Neman to say this is the third day of his Tumah. The answer is that this isn't an issue of Nemanis as to whether he is or is not Tameh, it's actually an issue of Shmira. We don't trust his Shmira. So even if it is the third day of his Tumah, we believe that it's possible that he could have become Nitma anyway. And the third raya was the fact that there's a chiluk between the Amaretz and the Monis, Legabe Perish Loi Hukshru, and Perish that already were Hukshru, that they weren't Nitmu. The chiluk is that Legabe Perish that were Hukshru, you need a certain level of Shmira to make sure they don't become Tummy. Perish Loi Hukshru, we never find the concept of Shmira to ensure that they don't become Hukshru. So there is Neman, because the whole sarin of his Nemanis was that we don't trust his Shmira. Wherever it's not Negea, an Indian of Shmira, then we have no problem trusting him. Now Maritz will be Neman. One of the things that we learned about in our Mishnah, and the Gemara discusses over here, is the din of a Chorayim of a Kli. Kli shenitma achura b'mashkin, a Kli that it's outside was nitma with mashkin, so the outside is Tomei, and Toichai oignai oznai v'yodav tahoir. Now there is a machlok as we shine him as to whether this special din, Tumah, which the Rabbanu were mechadish, was said only legabe klishetif, or even legabe klicheres. A klishetif is a kli that's capable of being mekabel Tumah migaboy from the outside. A klicheres is unique in that the only way for a klicheres to be mekabel Tumah is mitoichay, from inside. The sheretz that touches the outside of a klicheres is not metame the klicheres, midaraisa. Every other kli, if a sheretz touches it on the outside, then it becomes tummy midaraisa. Now here we're talking about a tumma midrabana, that mashkin have the ability to metami only the outside of the kli. Of course, we're talking about a kli that's usable through the outside. It has a indentation, let's say, on the outside, like you have in some koises, that the top is the main kli, but on the bottom you could also use it as a kois, if you, to turn it upside down, let's say. So this is definitely a Tumah Mechodeshes because the rest of the Kli doesn't become Tumah. Only the Achuraim of the Kli becomes Tumah. But the Rishonim are discussing whether perhaps the Rabbanon were only misacking this by things that anyway could be Mechabal Tumah from the outside. But a Klicheres, which can never be Mechabal Tumah from the outside, the Rabbanon were never misacking this. The Ramam Shita in Hilchus of Zatuma, Perik Zayin Halacha Gimel, is that the Racham were Geyser even by a Klicheres, the Damashkin Ritamid, on the outside. Asks the Ravid in the Asogis, how could it be that if Tumah Midaraisa touches the Klicheres on the outside, it's not Metameh at all? 
But with mashkin or metame, the klicheres from the outside, which is only a tumah of drabonah, then it could be metame. After all, what's the whole basis for the din of Tumas Achuraim? Only the fact that a Zav and Zava, who are, have mashkin that come out of them, that are an Ava Tumah, they're capable of being with Tama Akli, so it's Xero Atu, the mashkin of a Zav and a Zava. Now, by Klicheris, if the Zav and Zava would have mashkin of theirs that touches the outside of Klicheris, it wouldn't be Metam at Midaraisa. That is the Ravitz Kasha on the Rambam. Rashi and Toysvis also seem to disagree with the Rambam. Rashi over here, in Dibra Maschil Kli, Shenitmo Achurov, says Kli Eitz Oishel Matechas Ka'amr, Shemitame Migaban. So that's clearly like the Shitzah Ravad. Rashi in Bechoris, Taflam and Chesam and Aleph, Dibra Maschil Hilkach, and Toysvis over there, in Dibra Maschil Hare, also go like the Shitzah Ravad. So how could we be Masber the Rambam? So the Kesef Mishnah over there explains in the Rambam that the Rambam's understanding is that the Din Tumah that they gave to Mashkin, they treated with tremendous Chumrah. It's not necessarily Atu, the Mashkin of Azov. That may have been the starting point, the reason why they were Masakin Tumah on Mashkin. But the reason why they were very Machmir by Mashkin is because Mashkin are very susceptible to Tumah. They don't need Heksher. They're very Olo Lekabal Tumah. It's very easy for them to be Makabal Tumah. And therefore, Chazal were more Machmir with them in certain things. And that's why they said that they're even Metami Aklicheres Migaboy. So that means that it's not a Chumrah that we gave to Klicheres, it's rather a Chumrah that we gave to Mashkin. Mashkin also become a Rishon Latoma, even though they were touched by something lower. However, Rebleib Malin, in the second Chelek, in Simen Samachay, Oiz Gimel, explains that the Rambam holds that the Tumah of Achurei Hakli is a special Mechudish type of Tumah. And he proves this from the fact that the Rambam over there, Paskins, that a Kli that has Tumas Achurayim, that the Achuruv of the Kli is Tame, it can only be Metame Mashkin that touch it on the back of the Kli. But Oichlin that touch it don't become Tame. The Gemara Nida explains that this is a special Kula that Chazal were and since we see that the toich does not become tame, it's only the outside of the glitz come tame. So, so too they decided that it should not be metame oichlin. Cesar Blade, what you see from here is that it's a totally new type of tumma. There is no parallel to this tumma amongst tumas deiraisis that the back of a kli should be tame and the inside of the kli is not going to be tame. And therefore, he says it doesn't have to follow the regular rules of Tumah. And if it doesn't have to follow the regular rules, so we don't care that, generally speaking, a Kli Cheres needs to become Tami from the inside, because here, we're not being the Tami of the whole Kli. We're only being the Tami of the Achuraim of the Kli. So they're mistaken it by a Kli Cheres as well. The Ravid, he says, holds that this Tumah is like every other Tumah. It has Gidre Kabbalah's Tumah. It's just that there's this special Kula that the inside of the Kli doesn't become Tami. And since it's a regular Tumah, so you have to go with the rules of regular Tumah. And one of the rules of regular Tumah is that a Kli Cheres is only Mitami. So it comes out that the Rambam and the Ravid, according to his Hezbar, are arguing whether Tumah Sachuraim is a Tumah Mechudeshes or it's a Tumah, regular Tumah Midrabanan with special kulas. This is the way Rav Shach and the Avi Ezri explains the Shittas Rambam as well. Now, concerning the chilik between the outside of the kli and the inside of the kli, we find over here that when the kli becomes tummy on the outside, so the toichai, oiknai, oznevi yadav are all tahirin. Rashi's shita seems to be, and this could be found in Rashi before in the Mishnah, that what splits up the achuraim of the kli and the toichah of the kli is dafka if they have separate tashmishin. Loshan of Rashi over there is, kli aroi liishtamesh b'soichai umeachurav ubeistvitasai kol tashmish v'tashmish shaboi choshev kli b'fnei atzvai le'inyin truma. Shem nitmezeh lo'initmezeh. Says the Rashash that you see from Rashi that if they would all have the same Tashmish, then when the back of the Kli becomes Tameh, the Toich of the Kli would become Tameh as well. 
the Tesis Rid, actually brings down Rashi and he argues on it. He says even if they don't have separate Tashmishin, the din is still that the Teich of the Kli would not become tummy. And he actually brings a riot to this from the Gemara in Brachis. The Gemara in Daphnun Bezim at Aleph says that Beishamai's Shita is that you're supposed to wash your hands before being Moizig the Kais. What's the reason for that? Because the Gemara explains that if you're going to be Moizig the Kais before Netil Sedayim, Yadayim before Netil are Shniyais, and suppose there are mashkin on the achuri hakois, and the outside of the kois, some drops of mashkin spilled, so his hands are going to be metame those mashkin, and those mashkin will be metame the achuri hakois. Now, in the sugya, it's very clear that the inside of the kais will not become tummy. Says the Taisus Rid, over there you see that even though in the case that's given in the Gemara, there is no tashmish that the outside of the kais has, because we're talking about the place where you're holding the kais. It's not a special indentation that you could use as its own kais. It has absolutely no tashmish of its own. Nevertheless, the mashkin are going to be metame the outside of the kais and not the toich of the kais. So you says, he says, you see that you don't need that there are separate tashmishin, the achurayim and the toich, in order to say that the toich does not become tummy. However, the Meiri understands that the case over there could also be talking about where there is a separate tashmish for the achurayim. One of the interesting things that is learned from our daf is what happened with Rabbi Yeshua when he didn't understand the rationale between Shittus Beishamai. And he said, How could we have a situation in which an Isha is Losha Bareva, the Isha of Areva Tmeim, and the Batsek is Tohar? And eventually found out the rationale behind Shittus Beishamai, and he went to ask Mechila on the Kivrei Beishamai, and it says in the Gemara that it was Hushkarushinov Mipnei Taini Yosef. That as a Kapara, he did a lot of Tanesim. Now, as far as this Bakoshes Mechila, the Ramah in Chashemishbet, Simen Tov Chof, Sif Lamed Ches, Paskins, that if a person speaks bad on Shoichnei Afar, and somebody who's already dead, Tzorach Lekabal of Taini Yos, Uchuva Vaoynish Mamen Kefiru Us Bezden, Vim Kevurim B'Samach Layelich Al Kivreim Vivakish Memechila. So he has to go to the kever. If the kever is far away, the Ramah says, then Yishlach Sham Shluchay. He should send a shliach to ask Mechila. The Magen Avram, in Simen Tov Reish Vav, Siv Kotten Zayin, writes B'Shem Yikinesa Gdoyla, that you don't have to go to the kever to be Mavakish Mechila, unless you are Mecharifim Bechayev. If he insulted him while he was alive, then he has to go and ask Mechila by his kever. But if he insulted him, La'achar Misa, he doesn't have to go to his kever. It's enough for him to be Mavakish Mechila in the place where he was Mavayishim. The Mogan Avram would seem to be not like the Psak of the Ramah in Cheshemishpat. The Kafachayim, actually over there in Sivkot and Lamed Hay, brings it to Zmachlik's Achronim about this issue. He says the best thing is to be Machmir, that even if he was Macharethim, La'achramis, he should be Mavakish, Mechila al Kivrei. Now the Chidon, the Pesach Inayim, this is brought down in the Shalos of Tshuva's Siach Yitzchak, in Simon Reish Tzadik Vav, he asked on the Mogan Avram from our Sugi, you see that Rabbi Shua spoke badly about Beishamai after they were already deceased. And yet he went to ask Mechila by their kever. The Chidah says that you could say, according to the Mogan Avram, that he actually spoke badly about Beishamai, he said his words while they were still alive. In the Sefer G'doyla Tshuva, in Chilik Aleph, Simon Yud Aleph, his Mechiach, that this story must have happened after they were already deceased, because why did he not go over to Beishamai and say, explain to me your reason? Why did he say, Boishim Medivreichem? So according to him, it is Mashmah Aragomar, not like the Magen Avram. Rather, when a person is Mavayish or Mecharif, somebody big, while that person is already 
in the next world, you still have to be mevakish mechilobal by his kever. However, the Siach Yitzchak says that it's possible that this was much worse because he was begeya in the kvoid rabim. The Talmidei Beishamai were a rabim. And it's also possible Yeshua did it as a midas chasidus. Now, about the Indian of the Tanesim. In the Shailas of Shuvah, Halachas Ketanis, Chiluk Beis, Simiration of Beis, there's a Shaila, whether it's proper to be Mis'ana. There was obviously a practice, certain people were Mis'ana uh, several consecutive days. Is that okay to do? So he answers that many people did it and they were successful, but there is a Sakana involved. As we see in the Gemara, they didn't want to be Mis'akin that there should be two days of Yom Kippur because of Sakana. You see that t- t- uh, consecutive days of Tanesim could really damage a person. The fact that our sugya says that Yeshua was Mashcher Shinov, that his teeth became blackened because of Tanesim, it does not necessarily mean, he says, that he did consecutive days of Tanesim. Meaning that it could be that at night he used to eat. He could have had consecutive days, but he would not fast straight without eating at night in between. In Gimel, he brings down that which it says in the Sefer Mekubolim, that if somebody has to be mis'ana for certain Averis, many Tanesim, if he wants to quicken up the process and make it easier, then he should be mis'ana consecutive. Like two days and two nights straight would be considered like 26 days. In he actually says that it would be considered like 40 days. But the Chesim Soifer says that there's no smach to this from the Rishonim, and therefore you shouldn't be smach on it to be mekel on yourself if you actually need that amount of tanesim in order to be mechaper. Hakoponim, you see from our Gemara that it's very important to be careful with the way one speaks about the earlier generations who wrote their Svarim. The Chidah says in the Shem HaGdoilim that once a bunch of Hamir were sitting and they were learning and one of the Bnei Chabura spoke a little bit not appropriately about the Sefer Hechel Kodesh, and immediately he fell asleep, and they were manish him in his chaloim on the words that he said. When he woke up, he told his friends that you have to be very careful with the covet of the Sefer, and it's Mechaber. He therefore says that, Even when he writes, Furthermore, the Chidah says that he has a Kabbalah that a certain Rav Gadol was punished in Gan Eden for the way he spoke about the Sefer HaLavush. In the Sefer told us at Tzadik of Yosef Zundel Misalant on page Kufyud Gimel, he says who this took place with, he says that a certain Gadol called the Lavush, the Baal Lavush, he called him the tailor. Since it's a play on words, since it was, we wrote the Sefer called the Levush, so he called him a Chayat, as if to say he's the one who manufactured Levushim. If Chayat Velazhina writes in the Sefer Ruach Chayim, in the first paragraph of Avis Mishnah Dalid, that even though we have Rishus to be Loichim Mocham Teshal Torah, nevertheless a person should be very careful not to speak with Gaiva, Goyda Levav, Basher Motza Mokim Lachlik Al Rabbi. He shouldn't consider himself as great as the person who wrote the Sefer. Rather, he should conduct himself with a Navi and make sure that he talks with the utmost respect. Take a look also in the Hakdama of the Sefer Chanuk Zatayra. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.